Welcome to another episode of Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer. And on this week's episode of Left Coast Sports, I'll be joined by Jesse Beltran. He's the Director of Marketing and Communications for the San Diego Loyal, the local soccer franchise in the United Soccer League. We had a really fun conversation about the franchise, the future of soccer in San Diego, and the team's new partnership with Your View as well. But as always, before we get started with today's episode, please give us an auto-download on your podcast platform. You'll get future episodes automatically. Left Coast Sports is on most podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, the free iHeartRadio app, YouTube, and Spotify. You can leave a review as well. And while you're here and listening, if you wouldn't mind switching over to Twitter and following me there, at John Schaefer, that's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R, at John Schaefer. So what's it like to start a brand new team in the midst of a pandemic? What's it like to have the best soccer player in American history as your manager in Landon Donovan? Here's my conversation with Jesse Beltran from the San Diego Loyal. So, Jesse, in general, you hear a lot about San Diego being a great soccer city and a soccer hotbed. In your opinion, what makes San Diego such a special soccer community? I think just the origin of obviously the sport in itself. It's very popular, very global sport. And as we know, demographically, looking at it, San Diego is a melting pot, as much many people say. Um, so there's culture from all over the world here. And I think that's what just brings that fusion of culture. And I think one sport that does that um, and exemplifies that more than anything, I think it's soccer. Um, and I think that's one of the main reasons. So when you see big events um, at the world stage level, like the viewership here is insane because of it. It's just a party. And that's what soccer is about. It just mixing culture and passion. I think that's what San Diego is all about. How unique was it for the loyal to launch this franchise, considering the circumstances you never knew you were walking into a pandemic, but you're in a second season now, considering everything surrounding the last two years, how challenging has it been and how have the loyal been able to overcome it? Um, it's funny you say that because obviously start doing a startup in any industry is a tough thing in itself, right? And obviously a pandemic is a challenge for everyone. Um, a sports team even more so when obviously you're built on tickets and just getting a fan base to experience the 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 event of what a soccer match is and not having that opportunity is obviously a set of challenges that you'll have to figure out how to overcome and fortunately for us we have great leadership we've had great leadership since day one so um we had a good plan in place going into a season obviously and things had to adjust but when you have andrew vasiliadis as the chairman owner of the team you have Landon donovan part owner and obviously leading the team on the soccer side as well. I think it just makes a good fusion of, of what's it called leadership that can help set um, you can say like set and adjust as you need to. And that's what we did. And then internally you have in the front office, you have Ricardo who obviously has worked at many levels of soccer and the sport itself. And he's very passionate about it. I think that helps lead the way on all fronts across the board for the club. You mentioned Landon Donovan, who arguably is the best American soccer player, you know, in the history of the sport in this country. What type of advantage is it to have someone like that associated with the club and not just associated, but, but managing the team from day one as well? There is an advantage, obviously, because there's a automatic, an automatic sense of like credibility to not just the club, the product as a whole, but even like the league, if you think about it, right? Like USL Championship has established itself as a second division soccer uh, pro soccer league. Um, having people like Landon Donovan and other players that have played at that same caliber, obviously only just add to the credibility of it. So it's an advantage, not just for us here locally in our community or our club, but for the league in itself and the sport in America, I think as a whole, when you have someone of his caliber, someone of his like um, historic nature, you can say in the sport, it obviously helps bring a lot of awareness and it 
And to be honest, like, I think the players enjoy that, that they can learn from him, but the community really likes to back up the team, especially when they have someone like Lennon, who's not just the Lennon Donovan, you know, but when you get to meet him, you're like, Hey, this is actually a really cool dude. And it just makes you want to back up the team even more so. And then just follow along with what's going on throughout the season. You mentioned the USL championship and I'm kind of fascinated at its trajectory because the league's only been around for 10 or 11 years, yet there are so many success stories and so many franchises that have that have even advanced on or uh, moved on to the MLS, but had success in the USL championship as well. What has allowed this league to grow so quickly in your opinion? I think just understanding obviously the sport in itself is, it's. Um, I think soccer is in its infancy, you can say in America, it's been and it's um, obviously going towards a positive trajectory as far as attention and understanding that. And I think USL took a good opportunity at that when they started back in 2014 and they started growing and started seeing the markets explode in a positive light when it comes to soccer fandom. MLS has obviously helped carry that. And in the international global stage of just being able to be, have more coverage of all the elite leagues in the world, I think have helped USL. But USL has really um, formulated a good product, formulated a good plan to really just keep building and structure itself as like the second division league, professional league here in America underneath the MLS. I think it's competing really well. And a lot of people just love the nature of the grassroots approach of soccer. And that's what USL offers. So that's at the end of the day, that's the reason why soccer is the most popular, right? Like you don't have to be the riches. You don't have to be, you could be the poorest community at the end of the day. Soccer is thriving in that community. And it's very popular. And I think the grassroots approach of USL um, championship is really what gets gets into like the fabric of what the community is and it helps it um, grow and it's helped it really just establish itself as one of the good leagues, um, one of the better leagues here in America for sure. And it's just only going to keep going from there. Like you said, 2014, it had a handful of teams. Now it's like doubled, almost tripled that. So it's gone on to be a very exciting season um, in itself year after year. Tell us a little bit about the fan experience for those that maybe haven't attended that those that aren't as familiar with soccer as others. Um, you know, what really is the product that you're selling? It's not just for hardcore soccer fans, right? You're also selling family affordable entertainment at Terraro stadium. Oh yeah. That's 100% the case for us. And I, I come from a traditional American sport background, right? Like baseball, football, and yeah. basketball, so the three that people always talk about, but honestly, and the reason I bring up soccer being in its infancy, because people are starting to get exposed who are not extreme soccer fans, right? Are like really passionate and like just focus on soccer. But when you get to that experience, you'll start seeing the difference. That that was the case for me years before I started working. And when I started working in soccer, I started noticing the difference. I'm like, okay, this is a lot different than what the perception of soccer is. Before, like the non-soccer fan is like, oh, soccer is cool. There's not a lot of scoring. It might be boring or whatever the case may be. You walk into a stadium for soccer and you see like, the passion that it's happening on the field for 90 minutes, it's literally happening in the stands for 90 minutes. And I think that's the biggest unique aspect of soccer is there's supporter groups who are chanting, singing, there's smoke coming out of the stands as far as like color, different colors of just passion. And it's like for 90 minutes, people are just cheering, having fun, having some drinks and just enjoying what's going on in the game. And at the same time, they're following the game minute by minute. And also, the game's 90 minutes. You know what you're going to get, what time you're going to get in, what time you're going to get out. So as a family component, that really helps. Um, but what I've noticed in my, my short career in working in soccer is fans, families that have never been exposed to a game go out and they're like, oh, my gosh, my five-year-old enjoyed it. My 15-year-old enjoyed it. Like every age group really goes and gets surprised by the, the understanding of how easy it is to enjoy. 
and they get out of there like wanting to see the next match. And that was the case for my personal family. My kids started going, they're like, oh my gosh, I love this. So my three-year-old at the time was all about it. So I can see that. And I've seen that with many friends and family and just people in general within the community. And the venue that you play in, Torero Stadium, seems to be a pretty good home field advantage, a good sized facility for the loyal. Are your expectations that that's the short term home or potentially the long term home of the loyal? And, and how has it worked out thus far? For us, it's a great, great venue. And we've we talked about it. As long as we're there, we're going to maximize its potential and really just give the fans what we can. Right. We're, we'll see what happens in the future. But nonetheless, Torero is our home at the moment. Um, and we're just trying to be the best team within the USL, obviously, and provide the best experience within our community for sure. And that's what um, Torero provides us. Like <laughs> Landon says it all the time. And we can talk about obviously every stadium Landon's played in at every level. He He's mentioned it time and time out where that's all, honestly one of the best venues that he's been at for a soccer match, just because how intimate, how close you are to the action. And it's so we, we max it out at 6,100. If you get 6,100 people in there, it is insane. If you get 4,500 people in that stadium, it's insane because it's so intimate and the way it's built. And then just the seats are so close to the action. Like you get really good views no matter where you are. And it just makes it for a better experience overall. Like every game just sounds like something's going on. Like it's a final potentially just because of how much pressure there is in a soccer match. Scoring once obviously it makes a difference. Um, in the soccer game, it's it's almost like comparable to like a baseball game, right? A playoff baseball game, 1-0 feels like 5-0. You just never know if you can ever score. Same thing in soccer, same thing when you have that type of environment for an away team. So we're really happy to be at Toro. We're really excited. I know our players enjoy it there, coaching staff and our staff as a whole. Jesse, the Loyal have done an unbelievable job of getting involved locally in this community here in San Diego County. And I know there have been uh, numerous examples of initiatives that the Loyal have done here. Uh, in, in San Diego. How important was that to ownership and the front office to get involved and ingrained so quickly? Um, I think it's very important. It was very critical <clears throat> to do that. Obviously, we had the challenges that we talked about earlier with the pandemic, but I think that also presented, our, presented us with some opportunities to engage outside of what just who we are. Our foundation is soccer, and that's never going to change because without our foundation of soccer, our community foundation changes as well, right? So we got to make sure we're strong in that realm. But we did get challenged early on with the pandemic. We didn't have soccer to provide to our community right off the bat after that first match. Um, so we had to figure out how we can do that. And we partnered up, obviously, with some great partners like Grady Stone, um, Rocket League, and many others, Chosen Foods, to be able to provide our community opportunities to or provide ourselves opportunities to help our community in moments like a pandemic and moments of like food shortages with the food banks and things of that nature. So for us, it's been key to like continue that. Um, we want, obviously, our number one thing is focus on making a great experience with soccer to be able to help people in our community in different ways. So we're going to continue to make community part of our soccer, our approach within the soccer community. But nonetheless, it's right there with, with what we want to do in the community and what we want to do with San Diego. It's not just about playing a soccer match. We want people to come out and enjoy a match, but also know that we're going to be there to support in any case, any situation that comes up within our um, county and in our community as a whole. I know you get asked this question probably every single day, but what do you tell people when they ask, is the Loyals eventual home outside of the USL championship and in the MLS? Yeah, that's a question you, we've definitely gotten time in, time out, um, especially recently, obviously, with all the things that are happening around the MLS and what they're looking to do in, in their expansion. Um, for us, we're just, like I said, we're excited to just be who we are in USL, be excited to be who we are in San Diego. Be who we are and excited to be in Toronto Stadium. So we're just focused on now, obviously building 
Um, the future, will, we'll see what happens with the future. We can't control every aspect. All we know is that we want to be the best team in the USL. We want to get to the playoffs this year and then hoist, uh, get that trophy and raise it at the end of the season and then keep going from there and keep building. Because I think that we get ahead of ourselves in any aspect, not just us, but anyone. It just it becomes more challenging and things of that nature. So for us, we're focused, obviously, on what we're going to do with the USL and continue doing that. I think we have a really great product. We enjoy work but playing in the USL. We enjoy what it offers goes back to the grassroots approach that we talked about. The fans seem to really like it and the league's growing. So we're just really excited to be part of that growth with them. From a soccer standpoint, is it beneficial for the community to have an additional club coming in in the NWSL on the women's side in 2022? Um, is that something that's beneficial, more professional soccer in the community as opposed to less? Yeah, we embrace that, to be honest. <laughs> we talked about the infancy of soccer, right? So the more we have out there, the better it is. And you see that across other sports um, in the last 20 years, there's always been exposure to football, basketball. Um, soccer's always been around. It's just obviously never been as popular in terms of once you get past a certain age group. So with, with the infancy of the sport here in this country in comparison to the rest of the world, you want that exposure. You want that as much as possible. And the market likes any like we talked about that supports it. There's no other reason why we wouldn't want Obviously, we wouldn't embrace an opportunity to have an NWSL team here with us um, in the same community. I think it's going to be great just for the growth of soccer um, in America, but let alone the soccer growth in San Diego County. That's already really supported. Obviously, we talked about it, but more opportunities for that passionate experience, like I mentioned earlier, the better for everyone, I think. What can you tell us about your club? Uh, you know, we, we know you got off to a slow start, but you've played much better soccer recently. What are the expectations for the club in the second half of the season? Um, the biggest thing is getting to the playoffs. Len has mentioned that obviously we want to continue to uh, get our fans out at Torero to continue to make that a fortress at home, make it challenging for those teams. And I think hand in hand, that will help us obviously in our playoff standings and our playoff run. Um, but getting into a playoff, potentially hosting a home game, I think that would be insane and really exciting for all of us, um, including the community having a playoff game. Like I talked about a 90 minute match, no matter if it's a preseason game, it's an ex uh, friendly or it's a, midweek Wednesday night game feels like it's a playoff game. Now you add the element of actual playoff game, knowing that, you know, this could be the last 90 minutes of the season that adds a whole different element. And I think the fans will give that we've had a couple of those experiences already with games that are like very on the line. Like you're playing your the second place team when you're in third place and vice versa. And you feel that playoff energy. Um, so for us, honestly, it's just getting to the playoffs, obviously winning a championship is the ultimate goal, but everything has to go in steps. And that's what, Lennon has preached to the guys. The guys have preached themselves. They just want to take it week by week, but get to the playoffs, host the game, and then I'll let it all take care of itself. And at the end, host that championship, I think, or host that trophy when it's time. I know it's only been two seasons, but have any rivalries developed with the Loyal in these first couple of years? Um, it's funny you say that because obviously um, fans will create their own rivalry. So you have Orange County down the street, pretty much um, down the five. That's like a natural rivalry. You have Galaxy down a little further, obviously, with the connection to Landon. Um, Sacramento being uh, one of the most popular teams here in the state at this league, obviously, makes a rivalry. Phoenix, as of now, at least feels like a natural rivalry just because of the matches that we've had. Obviously, they've had a good run um, the last couple of years since being part of one of the staple teams in the USL. So naturally, you want to compete with the best, and that's honestly what San Diego wants to do. So um, I think... For the most part, we don't have a definitive rival, obviously, because we're new, like you mentioned. But I think if we continue having these good back and forth matches with Phoenix and Orange County and Sacramento, I think those are going to evolve to that level of 
of um, rivalries that you see in soccer across the globe. So it'll be fun nonetheless. And just having passionate fans supporting it on both ends is what really makes a rivalry come to come to life. No, there's no question about that. I wanted to ask you about this partnership with your view for soccer fans in San Diego County, um, because I know you can now watch loyal games through that partnership. So tell us a little bit about how that came to be and, and how San Diegans can watch the loyal on television. Yeah, so we've been on TV all season. Um, we had an opportunity for the second half to partner with your view to be able to obviously continue um, showcasing our brand and our, our broadcast and our matches through a broadcast with your view. So we're really excited, obviously, for the opportunity um, to be on your view. Um, obviously, streaming the game through your view as well is an a good option as well for many that potentially don't have Cox or Spectrum. So it's our biggest thing is just letting people be exposed to the product. If it's in the stands, that's more ideal, obviously. But when we play away on the road, it makes it easier to still keep up with what's going on with the club. For instance, this weekend we're in Sacramento. So the fact that fans can just log in if they're a Cox subscriber or Spectrum and they can just watch it on Channel 4, they're good. If not, you can just go to the website within the county and watch it on yourview.com as well, um, and it's a stream. So we're really excited with that, obviously, having that exposure. Um, ESPN Plus is a thing that we have available, obviously, across um, the, the country, but it's more important to us to give a free option, a good, easy option for them, for our community to watch it. And that's why with the San Diego County, they have the free streaming opportunity um, for those that are not subscribers. So we're going to be excited to see the rest of the season on your view. I'm, we're just thrilled to be able to have our brand and our matches and our team on there. Um, so for the most part, yeah, just, we have, I think nine more games to go that are going to be televised on your view due to some conflicts, obviously. They also, I know broadcast a, the Orange County matches. So that's a good little fusion. Like I talked about, just the exposure of soccer is the biggest thing here. And it's incredible when you have your league, an opponent within your own division on, on the same network. I think it's good because you always be able to see what's happening with Orange County. And we're right there with them understanding. So it's always going to be an interesting last couple of months for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity again for San Diegans. If you haven't watched The Loyal on television, make sure to do it through this partnership with your view. Jesse, before I let you go, I want to ask you about how fans can get more information if they want to attend a match, if they want to purchase gear, if they want more information, where do they want to go? They definitely want to hit up our website. That's a good starting point, sdloyal.com. So sdloyal.com, that's where you can find ticket information, merch information, our schedule where you can see um, who we're playing, where we're playing, and obviously the broadcast information like we talked about. Um, you can also download our app. It's the San Diego Loyal app, um, both on Google and um, um, what's it called the app store on, on iPhones as well. So yeah, there's easy ways. Our social media, honestly, is probably like the best way for you to stay connected. Like hand to hand, we're, we're very active on there. Um, we have Ryan who does all our social content. He kills it with video content, all of that, those things as well. So it's an easy way to get a full access to our team, almost um, like the hard knocks potential, you know, like the hard knocks talent um, content that we like to do. We've been doing that since last year, even more so because of the pandemic and not having the exposure. So keeping up with us, and it's, it's really easy when you look at it that way. You can just look, go on our social media. You're going to see Landon on there giving speeches after games. You can see players having fun during training, after training, and more importantly, taking it serious when it's game time. So follow us on, across all socials, San Diego Loyal. That's where you can find us on socials, but sdloyal.com will have all the information you need. Congratulations on a really successful launch of this club. I know it's been an interesting 18 months or so, but again, if you haven't yet seen the Loyal in action, make sure to get to sdloyal.com. Check them out later this summer and fall at Torero Stadium. Jesse, awesome to catch up. I appreciate you doing it today and best of luck in the second half too. Appreciate you, John. Thanks for the invite. Anytime, let me know.
Thank you to Jesse. And if you haven't had a chance to see the Loyal in action at Torero Stadium, you can visit sdloyal.com. Also, this reminder, you can watch San Diego Loyal Soccer live on your view, California, in Orange County on Cox Channel 118, in San Diego and Santa Barbara on Cox Channel 4, a live stream available only to viewers in San Diego County as well. For more information, you can visit yourview.com. If you have not already, please subscribe and auto-download future episodes on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this podcast on right now. Also, once again, follow me on Twitter, at John Schaefer. That's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. For previous episodes or more information about Left Coast Sports, you can visit yourview.com. That's why you are V-I-E-W.com. As always, we thank you for listening, and we'll catch up again next week right here on Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer.